Mac Folklore Radio, read by Derek. Folklore.org, 1982, by Andy Hertzfeld. Do it. Many of the academic types who created the earliest implementations of the graphical user interface at Xerox PARC and elsewhere sort of sneered at the first generation of personal computers. In the mid-1970s, personal computers were much less powerful than the machines they were accustomed to programming. There wasn't much you could do with only 4 kilobytes of memory and no disk drive. Larry Tesler, a key member of the Smalltalk team in Xerox PARC's Learning Research Group, felt differently. He was excited by the potential of personal computers and bought a Commodore PET at the earliest opportunity. Larry was amongst the presenters during Apple's famous visit to Xerox PARC in December 1979. He was so impressed by the Apple visitors that he quit PARC and on July 17, 1980, started at Apple as manager of the Lisa Applications team. Larry championed consistency between applications and made many contributions to what eventually became the Macintosh user interface. He was also the leading advocate and implementer of user testing, actually trying out our software on real users. Beginning in the summer of 1981, Larry organized a series of user tests of the nascent Lisa software, at first recruiting friends and family. The user tests were conducted in a special room with a one-way mirror so staffers could observe without being intrusive. The tests were conducted by a moderator who made sure the user felt comfortable and showed them the basics of using a mouse. Then, without further instruction, users were asked to perform specific tasks without help from the moderator, like editing some text and saving it. Users were encouraged to reveal their thought process by mumbling under their breath as they went along. Each session was audio or videotaped for later analysis. When the software required input from the user, it displayed a small window called a dialog box with buttons for positive or negative confirmation. The two buttons were labeled Do It and Cancel. It was observed that a few users seemed to stumble when these dialog boxes appeared, clicking Cancel when they should have clicked Do It. But it wasn't clear what they were having trouble with. Finally, the team noticed one user that was particularly flummoxed by the dialog box. He even seemed to be getting a little angry. The moderator interrupted the test and asked him what the problem was. He replied, I'm not adult. Why is the software calling me adult? It turns out he didn't notice the space between the O and the I in Do It. And in the sans-serif typeface we used, a capital I looked very much like a lowercase l so he was reading Do It as Dolt and was therefore kind of offended. After a bit of consideration, we switched the button label to OK, something we initially avoided because we thought it was too colloquial, and from that point on, people seemed to have fewer problems. Chris Espinoza, Apple employee number 8, reads a report from Bruce Tognazzini on the surprising results one can obtain from user testing. See the show notes for a link to the full video. In Apple Presents, the Apple IIe, the training program for teaching fundamentals of using the new Apple IIe, find out if the user is working with a color monitor. First design, a color graphic is displayed on the screen. Prompt, are you using a color TV on the Apple? First attempt, a color graphics displayed. Prompt, 
Is the picture above in color? 25% failure rate. <laughs> Reason, as anticipated, those seeing black and white thought their color might be turned down. They didn't answer the question wrong. They turned around and asked one of the authors whether the monitor in question was color or not. A decision was made the authors could not be supplied with the disc. Second attempt, a smaller graphic with large letter words in their own vivid colors was substituted green, blue, orange, magenta, which were the only colors the Apple II could display. Prompt are the words above in color. Failure rate, color TV users, none. Black and white monitor users, none. Green screen monitor users, 100%. <laughs> this is why it pays to have a variety of configurations in your test suite. Third attempt. The graphic remained the same, failure rate, uh, prompt are the words above in more than one color. <laughs> failure rate, color TV users, none, black and white monitor users, 16%, green screen monitor users, 50%. Reason, the black and white monitor users who answered incorrectly admitted they did so on purpose. <laughs> 50% of the green screen folk considered that they were looking at both black and green, two colors, and answered the question accordingly. Fourth attempt, same display of graphic and colored text prompt are the words above in several different colors. Failure rate, color TV users, none, black and white, monitor users, 20%, green screen monitor users, 23%. By this time, the authors were prepared to supply everyone who bought an apple with a free color monitor just so we would not have to ask this question. It turns out about 20% of the people were not really reading the question and were responding to, are the words above several different colors? Well, yes, of course, green, violet, red, there's several different colors, let's move on. Fifth attempt, same display of graphic and colored text prompt, do the words above appear in several different colors? Failure rate, none. And this was the only interface issue that required more than one correction. It clearly exemplifies how even the most careful designers can totally miss when guessing at how users are going to respond. So uh, a reading from Bruce Tognazzini. 95% um, of the stumbling blocks found are found by watching the body language of the users. Watch for squinting eyes, hunched shoulders, shaking heads, and deep heartfelt sighs. <laughs> When a user hits a snag, he will assume it is his fault. He will not report it, he will hide it. Make notes of each problem and where it occurred. Question the users at the end of the session to explore why the problem occurred. You will often be surprised at what the user thought the program was doing at the time he got lost.